Lindsay. Hi, Bex. Hi, Bex. Nice to Hi, see you. Nice to see you. So we're really pleased to be joined today by Edwin Lampert from the Rune Bear Foundation. Edwin, it's really lovely that you, you're joining us to have a chat this morning. Can you start off by telling us how the foundation sort of came about? What was the inspiration and, and how were how you involved in its origin, really? Well, first of all, it's lovely for you to have me on your podcast, and Happy New Year. Yeah. The uh, foundation has, um, I guess, rather sad origins, hopefully some positive outcomes, but, but some sad origins in that um, it's inspired by my father, who sadly was diagnosed with brain cancer. And as part of his treatment, he had radiotherapy, which kind of scrambled things. But rather than take him in dark directions, the major development was he believed we as a family lived with two bears, Brunhilfer and Brunfit. And in his mind, he and these two bears, ably supported by their best friend, Eric the Bear, who did security at Downham Leisure Centre, would go around the London boroughs of Bromley and Lewisham doing good works. Now these bears made their appearance three months after diagnosis and they became a stronger and stronger presence as time went on. And as you can imagine, there are a million and one stories that, that arose. At the same time, he had good insights into his condition. He was stage four at the point of diagnosis, and there are five stages. So he, he understood the he understood what was going on. So he said to me, look, your job when I go is to look after the bears. So he died in April 2014. I thought, well, I better look after the bears. Yeah. But my first act was to create the Brune Bear Foundation, its name inspired by Brunhilf and Brunfin. I then wrote a children's book called The Flood about two kindly brother bears who live with a kindly family who do good works and published it. And this did well. And we have just released our second book, which is called Trouble at the Zoo. So you've been warned, there's mild peril. <laughs> Job <laughs> <laughs> at the Zoo has just been released. That's our second book. And we have a lot of ambition in terms of the books. And the books form the first of the four fundraising streams that underpin the Brood Bear Foundation. So stream number one, which is probably of greatest interest, is children's books and education. We then have pop-up restaurants and supper clubs. So we see bears like picnics. Uh, <laughs> we then have community and cultural events. And then we have epic adventures. So we variously... Uh, hiked in Mongolia, we've done uh, marathons in Uganda, we went to East Croydon, all sorts of exotic things. And these are our fundraising streams. Of course, the question that naturally follows on from that is what do you do with the money? And basically what we sought to do is align it with things my father would approve of. And we came up with three categories of charitable cause. Number one is projects of communal value in Bromley and Lewisham, because that's where he went around with the bears. Number two or three is projects that support infants and children, which of course resonates here. Um, we focused on the medical side and we've done that globally. And then category three of three is animal welfare with special emphasis on... Yes. <laughs> wow, it, it is... When you, if you're new to the foundation, which I wasn't, you know, Becky introduced us, it, we were talking earlier about actually this feels very, it feels huge. It, it's like you're saying, you know, this is also has a global reach as well as a very personal local community reach. And I think for us that, that it, it blows my mind because there is, it just shows that there is so much from, from 
that one spark of an idea, there are so many communities that you have reached and that you are able to reach. Um, and is, is community something that was important to you before this project, or is this something that's evolved? No, community is, is a very important value to us, a hugely important value. And in fact, the, the strapline for the charity is using the power of communities to build better futures. People need people. And uh, community is at the heart of what we do. Of course, we all need we all need time alone as well. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Uh, community is 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 uh, a, a huge value for us. It's fundamental to what the charity does, um, and we promote those values through the books. And we live in a very multicultural setting here in southeast London, and that's something we we promote as well. Community tolerance. We try and do it in a very humoured way, a very gentle way. We don't beat the children around the head with these these messages. Very subtle. Um, a homage to my father. A lot of puns and things like that in there. You know, he's a classic dad with his dad jokes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but one of the values we seek to transmit through the book is the importance of being true to yourself and at the same time uh, making a contribution to the community where you find yourself. So the bears rock up from goodness knows where. We never answer the question. Brilliant. My, 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 my father would always say, well, you know, this was very real to him, yeah. very real to him and, and very real to me in a way. Um, so he would never answer the question as to where where they came from he would rationalize it so my father was a lawyer so look for rational explanations and he'd say um well I, I i don't know where they came from but nonetheless they're with us and they're our responsibility and we will look after them and so the value we are seeking to transmit through the books is that the bears stay true to their bareness so once a week they go to the zoo and they mix with other bears at the same time they make a huge contribution to the community from top to bottom cross cross-culturally, cross-generationally, they mix with everyone. And this is a subtle message we'd like to communicate through the books. But uh, it stems from our multicultural community here that you you can be bilingual yeah. and you're not diminished. So you might come from community X. You can honour that. You can be connected with your heritage. That's fine. At the same time, um, you can make a contribution to wider society and you're not diminished. You're, you're, you're enriched. You, you, you have something enriching to contribute and in turn you are enriched by the host community as it, as it were. But no, community is, is um, huge. And its, it's um, studies actually show that people who are communal generally uh, are happier, live longer. Um, we, do live, we do live in an age where Others have said it, others far more skilled and, and profound than myself, but others have said that, that the age we live in, it's very much the I, isn't it? There's the iPhone, the, I, the iPad, the I this, the I that. Again, these things have their place. They but do, yeah. At the same time, a lot of problems come mm. if you're only about the I. <laughs> Do you think, I think, Edwin, this is where it fits into early years, because for us in early years, this is what we do. We build communities and this is what Thriving Language does. We go and we build communities of early years to say, you know, look how fantastic you are. Look how inspiring you are. And meeting you in, and widening our community, again, we feel like freshly inspired because, you know, your, your story is fantastic and what you can do in your community. And like you say, bringing people in 
in, that's what we do in early years and that's what every single day early years practitioners who are professionals go out and change children's lives. And these books, I think, in setting, I know for me as an early years lead, would really be a fantastic way into understanding community and understanding what we can do for others. And and then you've got somewhere to go and like sort of to look at your website and go, okay, what else what else could we do? It starts it all starts with a tiny seed, doesn't it? And I think sorry to jump in there that close. I think sometimes sometimes people can be wary or even perhaps frightened of difference um, and for me as a speech and language therapist obviously you know the majority of my work is with, with children who are struggling to communicate for whatever reason and you know in early years settings our professionals are there to support all children you know regardless of, of how they are presenting and sometimes that can be a challenge if you have got some very severe complex you know speech and language difficulties um so the, that principle that you were talking about with those bears being true to themselves so we're not trying to change the bears no. and that's that's a really important message from beck and i we say that a lot don't we our job is not to change these children but you know our job is to change our environment and our practice so that these children feel that they can be who they are and i think that message of those bears you know staying true to who they are but also being able to reach out and see that they have a place and that they they can contribute i think that's a hugely like you said it's very subtle but that's a hugely powerful message and actually that's something that we really want to share with our families and share with other professionals not just early years professionals other professionals from the medical world and from the social care that actually you know we need to celebrate that individuality but also really empower people to, to see that they are in this community and we're in this together and i think it feels very timely in the current state of affairs oh, doesn't it yes, yeah. we, you know we're all sort of being pulled apart but yet we're all seeking ways to connect because we are social creatures and you know we, we're herd animals aren't we we're, we you know we want to have people around us so it, i still think it's a very timely but it's such a powerful subtle message that uh, you know really want to voice that and then want you know about celebrating difference um and creating these, these different communities yeah i think if we can encourage the children to be proud of of themselves in whatever way in whatever way shape or form they come in then actually others generally others take their cue from the vibe you give yeah. out and uh if they see that here's someone who's comfortable in their own skin which is huge yeah. um then that is this bridge to uh, building that community and, and uh, uh, propagating these these very positive values? I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's just brilliant. It's fabulous. Where do, where can people find? Where's the best place for people to access the, 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 the very, information the, and the books? The very best place to access the information is our website, which is www.broombearfoundation.org. It's the best place from two angles. One is there's a lot of information there. They can learn about us and what we do and, and also our impacts. We are a registered charity. So I run this in parallel with the day job. So the beauty of that means that myself and the trustees, we do this entirely pro bono. That, that's one reason why it's good. You can learn more about us and our outcomes and our impacts. The second thing is if people would like to reach out, they can do that through the website. And if I can add a third, having said there was two, <laughs> if they would like to, to buy the books, all proceeds go to the categories of charitable cause that we support. And if you choose to go through another vendor, 
we lose on commission. So, the, yeah. um, so it is better if people want to know us to come to the website. And if they feel motiv- motivated to uh, buy a book, it's better to buy it through the website. The other thing I would say is that we have information relating to the book tours that we've done, which may be of interest. So happily, our books have gone global. We've done tours in Singapore and other parts of the world as well. And very keen to do book readings, whether virtually mm. or in person, fully DBS checked. Will travel, have bus pass. <laughs> <laughs> so myself and the bears are very happy. I have these uh, one meter boards. So we, we've created boards of the book. They're one meter uh, large and the stories on both sides. So uh, I can read from the back. I mean, I don't know the story, but I can read from the back. But also I can bring in the teacher. We've done foreign language ones, so simultaneous translations, which is we have actually got Russian, German and French on the stocks. And we have aspirations to uh, go even further in that direction. So for argument's sake, if if, um, a nursery or a hospital or a kindergarten, whatever, wanted us to come and it was trilingual or bilingual, we can do that. We have bare hats, funny voices. So all that information, a rather long-winded answer perhaps, but all that information is on our website, www.brunebearfoundation.org. That's that's fantastic information. That's lovely. I'm really excited to start reading and implementing them in practice as well. I think it's it's just brilliant because by having the books in practice, we're building a community, we're discussing community, and actually we're helping the community because we're you know where the money from the books is going to do other community aspects. So so I would just like to say thank you for starting our new year off with this amazing inspiration, Edwin. Honestly, it really has really lifted us we're so pleased to talk to you today so yeah it's it's just so positive isn't it like again the 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 beauty of it is that from a situation so sad that this you've created something so positive that that is having that impact and creating positive futures for other people like that what a legacy for your dad it's absolutely amazing fantastic thank you edwin thank you so much for your time thank you together with the bears i thank you and thank you for allowing us to start our year so positively by featuring on your podcast so thank you thank Thank you. you take care